always announce it here first, my road dates, because you guys are my engaged listeners, and that's what makes sense. And you're going to come see me in the next couple of weeks. I am in Vegas July 15th at the brand new Virgin Hotel, uh, July 16th at the Celebrity Theater in Phoenix, Arizona, uh, and then in Boulder, Colorado on the 17th uh, at the Boulder Theater. The following week, or actually the following few days later, July 20th, I'm in Portland at the Arlene Schnitzer Concert Hall. I haven't been to Portland in a minute. I love you guys. You're always asking me to come. I'm there. Tell a friend as, as well. If you hear this city, tell your friend. They don't want to miss me. I promise you. Seattle, Washington on July 21st, the Paramount Theater. The Vogue Theater in Vancouver. My first ever Canadian solo date on July 22nd. Um, I'll be at uh, in Canada a few months from now again in Hamilton and Toronto in October. And then there's a bunch of new dates that were just announced for the fall. Really quickly, it's Richmond, Virginia, Hershey, PA, Knoxville, Tennessee, Atlanta, Birmingham, Louisville, Evansville, Jacksonville, Tampa, Orlando, Sacramento, San Jose, and Santa Rosa. Those are all on sale right now, and they're all not coming until the fall, so you can get those tickets right away. They're the good tickets, and I'll see you guys in July. I appreciate you guys. Come laugh. And uh, I'm just, I'm just now, I'm just vamping because Joe's going to do his dates next. And we might cut out of this and cut into it. Oh, all right. So now there was no reason for me to vamp. Okay. So then there was no reason for you to listen to the last 20 seconds of this. Hey, baby, go to chrisdcomedy.com. I am in Montreal at the end of July. I am in Burlington, Vermont. And I got Bray Improv in August. And we got San Francisco in September. And we got Chicago Theater in September. We got more dates coming soon. But Montreal and Vermont. On sale now, July 27th and 29th. ChrisDcomedy.com for Ticket Wikis. Also, my special, Special Weshi, out on Netflix. Uh, don't be a fake. Don't be a flake. Don't run away from your feelings, babe. Don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed. Don't hesitate to say, hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. In a minute, I'm going to need a sentimental man or woman to pump me up. Feeling fussy, walking in my Balenciussies, trying to figure out the fabulous. Because I give a fuck way too much. I'm going to need like, hey, baby, my cup. Want to get up. Want to get down. That I don't know the rest of it. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. How what you the doing? hell was that? I don't know. I hear it all the time now. Oh, that's the one from uh, Lizzo, my girl Lizzo. Yes. Who we still, we tried those Lizzo thong. Remember the thongs? The Lizzo with her ass out? Yeah. The assless pants? Yeah. We were trying to order them. Oh, yeah. We were going to do an episode of Hey, Baby, and we can't get them. No. Oh, cannot get them every, wow. anywhere. At the game, At baby. the gizame. Woo! Lizzo, baby. There I'm going to need is. like two shots in my cup. I'm going to need like two shots in my cup. I'm going to need um, like, hey, baby, my cup. Uh-huh. In a minute, I'm going to need a sentimental man or woman to pump me up. Dude, are you Feel doing it? Feel if I see my Balenciaga the fabulous. Because I give a fuck way hey, too much. Said. I'm going to need like, hey, two baby, in my cup. Um, are you going to go anywhere on summer vacay? So, no. You're not a summer vacation guy. I wanted to. You're a winter vacation guy. I know what I like to do. I like to rent a little. I like to do a getaway up in the mountains, up in the lakes. I like to rent an Airbnb for a week in the summer. Okay. When I was little, I never went on vacation until I was 18 years old. When I was little, I always thought in my head, you go on vacation in the summer and then people would tell me you're lunatic it's hot here in the summer you stay here in the summer you go on vacation in the winter see i'm a winter chaser i want to chase fall and winter so i like i want to go see cities in europe let's say in the fall and winter i don't want to see them in the summer i don't give a rat's Ass about about Italy yeah, in the summer. So, right. I don't care about Italy in the summer. You don't care about Italy. I want Italy in the fall and winter. Okay. I could I would give my left fucking nut. Okay. To go see Germany in the winter. Who gives so a why don't shit you do about so summer then, Germany? So, so then when you when you prompt me about summer vacay, isn't that what you mean though? Then why you because people are like people get away to go to warm. So, so the, no. the theory is, why are you leaving here in the summer when it's already warm to go to warm? I'll go to but Australia always, in their winter. I'll go to Australia for July and oh, August. Oh, I went to Australia in, no, yeah, I went in November. No, listen, I would love to go away, but I'm too busy. But, I'm too busy You You're busy You're yeah. a busybody. Yeah. Some people are busy bees. You're a busy real. Yeah. You're a kangaroo of busyness. I think um, I, what I'm going to do... This year. 
See, last year, I said this December, last December, I said this December, 2022, I'm going to go to a German Christmas market for Christmas. Instead, I booked a a tour in the South, in Charleston, South Carolina, and and, and North Carolina. I'm going to be in North Carolina and South Carolina in December. But I'm thinking, I'm thinking, just for a few days, maybe even after Christmas, maybe even that time, that funny little time yeah. from December 26th <laughs> to January 1st, I think yeah. maybe then I'll go. Yeah, that's nice. I'll watch them taking the Christmas markets down. Ooh, I can't go anywhere in December. Why not? Because I refuse to miss the December to remember sales event. <laughs> you won't do it. I won't do but it. Doesn't the December to remember sales event go internationally at this point? Pimp? Is December- Whoa, what is that? I want to go there. That's a Chris. That's a Rottenburg Christmas Village. What the is one that on top right left? there? What Which is one? That? Bottom left. Bottom left. What is that? Thurnergia. Thurnergia. Festive Christmas markets. Oh my god. Berlin, Frankfurt, or Munich. These are the Christmas villages, man. I want to grow. I want to go on a Christmas village tour. That's what I want to do. I'll do it together. Let's do it. You want to do a Christmas I, village tour? I want to do it. I really want to. But do American it. Christmas villages. You want to go to Germany? That's where they invented no, Christmas. No, I want to go. I want to go to the Alps or whatever. I want to go to where it looks like a snow globe. I talked to you about this. Yeah. I want to go. I want to go where it looks like a, a, a painting, dude. What? Like we, an old, an old. Uh, what's that guy's name? From the, the morning. Vincent Van Gogh. No, like from the he he painted all the the the, the, the he captured like Americana. Bob Ross. Americana. No, no. He Monet. He, the Saturday Morning Post. Come on, baby, you know Peter Vesey? No, no, you know this guy. Big time guy. He's Big a time guy. He's a painter. He did all the covers of the Saturday Morning Post. I think it's called the. Uh, uh, come on, you got uh, Rockwell. Norman Rockwell. Norman Rockwell. I want to go to where it looks like like a like a straight up Christmas Norman Rockwell. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. So also, what I think we need to do is we need to just go on literally like this. Got to be spur of the moment. What I want to do is a spur of the moment vacation. Just me and you. Like I'm talking about, we're sitting here. It's Let's say mid-January. We're sitting here. We got a free weekend. You all of a sudden have a free weekend. I have a sudden free weekend. Book an immediate trip to Iceland. We go right to Reykjavik. We go see the Northern Lights. I'm talking about, you can't think about it. I want to do a thing where I call you. I say, Sal, I'm downstairs. You got 20 minutes to pack. Get in the Wow. That's living life. Isn't that fun? But nobody does that. Nobody does it, but you got to do it at least I once know, in a while. I know, but I can't. But you can't. How can you do it if you don't you have all? You got off? kids. You got can't, a family. You got a whole it. thing. You can't do it. Wow, look at that. Is that it? That's Woo! Iceland, baby. You think that's a filter? You no. think it looks like that? No, 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 I think that it looks like that. There's certain places that you go that, that it looks like that. Wow, um, I would love to see it. Uh, if, if the North Pole existed, right, would you be fascinated? If the North Pole existed. Well, Santa's. Of course it does. Santa's. And Santa's real. Yeah, okay. So, so, would you, if you had the chance, would you go up to the North Pole and like vacation there and or check out the like the, the factory like the North Pole like the Santa's stuff and would you like if they had internships or something would you do that I think that I would give up a month of my life to go work at the pole I would do it I'd work at the pole yeah right I'd work I'd work, that, like, I'd work with, with Santa yeah and the elves I would do that shit I'd, I, you know what I'd I do I bet you there'd be a waiting list for that that you can never get into it you can never get on I'd work at like the city MD I'd be like the physical therapist in the North Pole. You'd go look for... Oh, you'd... Play. I'd help out any injured elf. Yeah. I'd help... Because I used to be a pediatric physical therapist, so I know how to work on little body parts. I know how to stretch them out. If nobody was looking, and you know that the elf wouldn't get hurt, would you, would you, would you kick an elf? Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that's... I well, think no one's looking and the elf doesn't get hurt. Because Those I are two heard, big things. I heard that that's, that's really the only true, true, true way to stop hiccups is to kick an elf down the stairs. Is that right? Yep, that's the only way. A lot nah. of people say, if you got the hiccups, you find an elf, you kick him down the stairs, and your hiccups stop. Same way to stop uh, an itch in the back of the throat. You know Mike Cannon? You know Mike Cannon? Yeah. A friend of the show, Mike Cannon, told me two days ago that he's had an itch in the back of his fro- throat that he has not been able to scratch for three weeks. I was like, how are you even living? He was like, I'm, I'm, I'm getting to the point where I'm, get I'm getting violently depressed. I was like, yeah, dude. He goes, literally, for the last 21 days, every second of my waking life, oh, no. the back of my throat is itchy. No. He goes, I've taken Claritin. I've done everything. He I, said would, he, I would literally stick a knife back there. Well, he said he, said he, he had his little three-year-old, put his son, put his little three-year-old hand in the back and try to itch his throat. <laughs> and instead, he just vomited all over him. No. Yeah. Mike what, has no gag reflex. What cause? Hey, Mike, call me. What causes an itch in the back of the throat? No, oh. but sure. 
Oh, you're saying what causes an itch? No idea, right? Do Holy we know that? Do we not know shit. what causes an Pimp, itch? Let's find out what causes an itch. For Mike Cannon, it's blunts, definitely. Mike Cannon, it's blunts. Yeah, what causes an itch? Well, that scratches his itch. What causes it? No, not and, even the back of the throat. Oh, but let's do back to the and throat. And why does scratching it make it feel better? I don't know what an itch is. How about that? I don't really know what it is. It's got to be some type of nerve, neural sensation that's like hyper excitable. Right? What is, what is, what causes just an itch, pimp? Not back of the throat. Get back of the throat out. Let's, get, in, let's get into some deep That's for itch. Hey Babe After Dark. <laughs> no, but what, what is the science what of What is itch? an itch? That's what it is. And why is it called an itch, by the way? Itch does sound like a half of a word. It sounds like you'd like a bitch without the B. Oh, I'm sorry, Pim. I'll stay here. I'm trying to keep you. Yeah, I'm here. Itchy skin. But what is an actual itch? What there is it an is. itch and why does it move? What is an itch? Receptors. Re the nerve cells. On specialized nerve cells translate that alarm message into itch. Then specialized nerve fibers speed the itch signal to the signal cord to the spinal cord to propel it onward to the brain. The brain instantly deploys fingernails back to the itch site where the friction from nails on skin unseats the invader. So you have an invader on your cells and then you scratch it and the invader falls off your cells. When you take your fingernails and scratch the surface of your skin, you're temporarily damaging the receptors which cause your brain to send pain-relieving chemicals to the area. One such natural chemical is serotonin. But uh, so so it's it's nerve but why is it happening? Why? It's saying because you damage your receptors. You damage the receptors in your skin. How? When? How? So if I have an itch but on I my mean, back I mean no, I don't I don't know. Like like that you know, sounds like, like malarkey. Well, like I told you what dancing is. I told you this once on an the episode. Body doesn't know it doesn't know what to do. It gets so overstimulated it just starts to dance. The nerves are acting wacky. That's the scientific uh, synopsis there. Check this out. Uh, scratching Check out. doesn't make the itch go away. In fact, over the long run, it can make people even more sensitive to itchy sensations. Repeated damage to the skin makes it grow thicker and sprout even more itch nerves. That's what they say. Don't it? Like if you itch a, like a mosquito bite, I guess it spreads. It makes right. the itch worse. Right. Yeah. Itching. What sensation? do you think, like, would make you want to commit suicide the quickest? Like, if you couldn't get rid of it. Would it be an itch? Would it be a sore throat? Would it oh, be... Oh, I hate a sore throat. Would it be a twitchy eye? Oof. Would it be a sneeze you can't get out? Would it be a, um, a swollen taste bud? Would it be... Um, would it be a, a nagging cough? You yeah. have to deal with this for 15 years, let's say. Which a so one? A sore throat. You take the sore throat for 15 years or you kill yourself? Off. Hmm. I couldn't do it. Off with your head, which, yeah. would, which would get rid of your throat. I couldn't do it at all. One time when I was in kindergarten, this girl started sneezing. Maybe first grade, something. She started sneezing and then she didn't stop. She wouldn't stop sneezing. She didn't. She couldn't stop. I couldn't believe it. She didn't stop. She was sneezing. She kept sneezing. She kept sneezing. The teacher was like, okay. The teacher was like, are you okay? She kept sneezing. They went and got someone. They came up. She kept sneezing. She kept sneezing. They took her out. She was sneezing, sneezing. They called her parents. Her parents came and got her. She was sneezing, sneezing. She left sneezing. I, I watched- Did you ever see her again? <laughs> I mean, I, I, yes. Okay. Yes. So I want to make sure she's still not she sneezing. She didn't die, but she- I, I never see anything like it. You know when you sneeze like two times in a row, three times in a row? Yeah. She did that for like one hour. <laughs> Could you imagine? Could no. you imagine? How does she breathe? I don't know. Also, doesn't your heart stop when you sneeze or is that a fabe? I don't know. You know. They say like an angel. If an angel's crossing over while you sneeze, your heart can stop or something like oh, that. I thought, I thought when you sneeze, everything stops. When, when you, you sneeze, the intro... Intrathoracic pressure in your body momentarily increases, this will decrease the blood flow back to the heart. The heart compensates for this by changing its regular heartbeat momentarily to adjust. However, the electrical activity of the heart does not stop during the sneeze. Do you know that there's electrical, you probably know that because you're, you're a physical therapist. there's electricity in the heart. Yeah. Yeah, well that's why it's very interesting, like electricity, like the discovery of electricity, like with Ben Franklin and Thomas Edison, all that. Like we've had electricity in our bodies since we were 
Neanderthals right, probably. Right, right, right. So it's like, it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild that like electricity is like something from like the gods of the universe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, do you know twins? I was watching this thing about twins. Do you know like, uh, there's like things that they don't understand about like, uh, uh, not fraternal twins, identical twins, like okay. identical twins. They share, they believe that it's like two souls, one body. Like whatever, you know, when you say soul, science can't really explain that yet, but there's this phenomenon that happens with twins. Like there were these two twins that were separated at birth um, and they lived like a hundred miles away from each other. But when they met up, when they were like in their sixties, they had the same color car. They had the dog, they named their dog the same thing. They vacationed on the same three mile stretch of land. They, uh, wives, I think were that had the same name with the same hairstyle. They named their children the same. It's like nuts. Like Google g- pimp, Google twins, both name their dog toy. Twins that both name their dog Toy. Oh, and then go back to this article because that was yes. interesting. Jim Lewis had a brother, Larry, and a dog called Toy. Yeah, so scroll down a little bit. I don't know if uh, yeah, this might be it. This, yeah, these are the guys. Uh, identical twin brothers were separated at birth. You can win one in five $100 gift vouchers with this ad <laughs> that just popped up. Okay. At three weeks, their adoptive parents called their new sons, James or Jim for short. Um, Jim Lewis had a brother, Larry, and a dog called toy wait hold on okay uh jim so jim 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 and larry were brothers identical twin brothers that were separated at birth okay jim had a dog named toy larry had a dog named wow um jim enjoyed math and woodwork but had a strong dislike for spelling so did his brother uh, Jim They both married a woman named Betty Yeah they both were chain smokers And both suffered from migraines And both drove a blue Chevrolet And they both had a son named James Allen And they both worked as a deputy sheriff And both of their sons name was James Allen At the age of 39 their paths finally crossed For the first time after Jim Lewis discovered The contact details of identical twin It didn't take long for the similarities in their life stories to unravel So that is irrevocable evidence Irrefutable evidence That it's two souls one bod That is Yep. Dr. Bouchard said he was left flabbergasted. Flabbergasted, which, which is a word you don't hear nearly enough anymore. Yeah. Flabbergasted is a fantastic, because I want to say, like when you'd say now, like, oh, I was shocked. Really? Right. No, I was flabbergasted. Yeah. Okay. I was flummoxed. I was flummoxed. I was flabbergasted laying down in my vestibule. Can, can you keep this page, but can you go to, is flabbergasted the only Tense of flabbergasted. You have flabbergasted. I was flabbergasted. No, I'm, I don't think that's right. I was. So you're saying flabbergasted is the only word that you can only be flabbergasted. Well, is is that past tense or? I can- was flabbergasted to learn. Oh, I, I was, was flabbergasted to learn. Not I was flabbergasted to learn, but you were flabbergasted to learn. No, you are flabbergasted. You were not. You were. I am flabbergasted to learn. Right, because if you were flabbergasted to learn, weren't weren't you flabbergasted? Because it's in the past. You were, were is a past tense, right? Yes. So if you were flabbergasted, you are flabbergasted. Exactly. Exactly. Flabbering gas. It's what it is. Flabbergasted. I can't read um, any of it. Yeah. So. How wild is that about twins? My father... Oh, flabbergasting. So you ready for this? Yeah. My father is a fraternal twin. Not identical. His twin was a woman. Okay. Do you realize that my father, for 48 years of his life, had a woman that kind of looked like him on this planet? It's, it's like that's, wild that's when kinda, you think of my dad. Kind of nuts. But she passed away when they were 48 or 49 years old. And he said that when she... You know, she was sick in the hospital and he always felt like... You know that she was, you know, right. you know, uh, you know, sick, and it's sad to see your sister, your twin, dying, whatever. But always felt like, you know, sad, but like, not like this insane feeling of dread. He said when she died, like, you know, he found she died, I believe, in the middle of the night. But he said he woke up in the middle of the night with unbelievable dread. He said no pain, no nothing, like just a sense of full dread, like where he was like. Something's going on. He said that he actually called my mother's house and was like, is everything okay with Christopher? Because it was like the middle of the night. She was like, yeah, he's fine. He's sleeping. I was whatever, a teenager. He was like, I'm having this unbelievable sense of dread. 
next, you know, in the morning they call, you know, your sister passed away. He wow. said since that day, he now just knows how to live with it, but he's, that sense of dread has never left his body. Oh, wow. But he said because of a twin. It's something with twins. He was like, something about me as a person died when my twin died, and wow. I feel this dread wow. because I think that there's a part of me that's genuinely dead, like a part of my soul. Like He's like, I think there are cells in my body wow, that crazy. just don't light up anymore because of that. And he's like, it's not that I'm sad, because of course I'm sad. I am sad. You know, I've, I don't want my siblings to die. Right. He's like, but it's not even like, oh, I can't go on. He goes, I'll admit there's days where I don't even think about her, but right. it's just dread. That it's uh, it's like this weird feeling. I was like, wow. And then he started telling me about that. And then I started looking into twins and Googling stuff. And I found all these stories about these twins. Like there's one story of us I saw of like a, 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 um, a twin who she just got up in the middle of a date, like out of nowhere, just got up in the middle of a date. She was like, I just have to leave right now. I have to leave and didn't know what it was. And like, it was like just a energy taking her to like where they lived. And her sister was like up in the bed choking on her own vomit. Or something like that, and she like saved her life. Like, it's like this weird wow. th connections that twins have that like they can't really understand, and that's why in the Holocaust, a lot of these German scientists would experiment on twins. Like, if you were twins, they did all types of like nasty experiments wow. on you to try to figure out like telepathically and how to use like how to like see what's going Anything on like how you're connected without actually being connected a lot of research for the cia with because you know like when um in the iran hostage crisis and i think it's 1972 when uh in the olympics iranians and americans were held hostage yeah Ar argo yeah we was that argo no. yeah the u.s government used telepathics to try to see what was going on and psychic abilities and sets of twins to try to see and use their energy to try to see really? and get inside the room in Iran to like uncover negotiation tactics and what the hostages were saying or doing and allegedly that's w what worked allegedly, allegedly and um, um that's wild isn't it wild what about happens if twins one gets heavy if one twin's fat, one skinny. Can you Google skinny? that? One heavy twin? What happens if your twin gets fat? Because you don't normally see, or if both twins gain a lot of weight, like that's that's what should happen really, right? Yeah, like, you both, yeah if you're in sync. Oh, wow. Look wow, at look at one fat, one oh, skinny whoa. twin. Oh, I've Damn. never I've never Googled this in my life. This is funny. Fat twin, fit twin. They call it. Yeah, because I think, like, if you're twins out there, can you email the pod at heybabepod at gmail.com or, or Instagram, heybabepod? Or write it in the comments on the vid. Or write in the comments on the vid. If you're a twin, can you tell us about your experiences? Because yes. I like to talk to, like, twins. Yeah. It's very fascinating. Like, yeah, do identical can, twins out there have this connection? Can you mark that down so we know next time? Just like with the taste buds thing? Yeah, I'd love to. That's, tell this, us about your twin experiences, anything that's notable. Man, because it is interesting for one twin to just get so morbidly obese and the other one not. It's wild. Because she's got to look at her twin and be like, that's what I would look like if I was... And I, she looks at her like, that's what I would look like. I think... That's, I mean, that's, she's, she's got to be three times the size of the other one. Right. That's, that's crazy. I wonder what, I wonder what in, their, in their psychology is not in sync where one of them could let themselves you know, be that undisciplined to get to that size weight. Right. Where the other, I mean, you know, all things considered, we're saying they're so hyper the same. I wonder what, what could I cause that. I think what, what I'm look, seeing is this, the, the twin mm. who got really heavy on the one side got very depressed because she didn't have access to Hey Babe. And the skinny fit twin was listening to Hey Babe, hey Babe every Thursday. Yeah, she did. And she liked, she, followed, and subscribed. She liked, she followed No Press channel. She uh, she subscribed to No Press. She followed on Spotify. And she left a rating on iTunes. And then she's got skinny and ripped. And she, she said, this is a free, easy way that I can contribute to a podcast that I love that will help them. And that's what she did. And then the one on the right who unfortunately lost her way, she probably didn't do any of those things. Nope, she went on a practical she joke. She didn't give cruise. even one second for us. <laughs> <laughs>
True Bill. True Bill. We just talked about him on the pod naturally. On the pod naturally because it genuinely is a product that I swear to Christ I'd use whether or not they want to sponsor the show. I, 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 I truly tr- think it's an amazing invention. True that, true it. Because true, true, true Bill it, really. True, true Bill. It. Because honestly, this is one of those things that, that hits our desk, the desk of Hey Bay, it comes across the desk, and I say, this is an invention that is filling a need. Yes. Because it, I've I've been there. If I've been there, you've been there. Yeah. This is one that we definitely ain't bullshitting. Yeah. This one, genuinely, we both use it. It saved us money. It, s- what it is. You sign up for stuff all the time. Oh, I got this subscription, that subscription. I'm, I'm This game, this streaming service, you know, this this online, uh, you know, periodical, everything and anything that you sign up for, and you forget, and, you, and it's on automatic renewal, oh. and you forget how to, you ever try to go cancel? It's impossible. It's like trying to find the wizard. My gym, they told me I got to get a letter from my doctor. You know what? Excuse my language, but to heck with them. To heck with them. Instead, I said, oh, how about a letter from my... Here's my doctor. A letter from my doctor. His name's Dr. Truebill. Yeah. How about that? That's what it is. See you later. Canceled. Stupid. I mean, we're living in a canceled culture. Truebill helps you cancel all these subscriptions. Truebill's the canceled I want to be. That's right. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. Gone. On average, people save up to $720 a year on Truebill. Do you know how much Hey Babe merch you can buy with $720? You can get all the new items. By the way, stop in the merch store. Your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. There it is right there. That shirt's only about about $25. Yeah. I Cancel lo- Apple TV, pick up two T-shirts. That's what it is. I love Truebill. Truebill has over 2 million users and has helped them save over $100 million. Like Matthew B. says, we love Matthew B. He says, in a matter of seconds, I saved $660 for the year on my direct TV bill. I saved $120 for the year on my SiriusXM bill. Saved $840 a year on my car insurance. That shit's lit. It is. And they don't want you to know who Matthew B. is. I'm going to tell you right now, it's Matthew Brightman. Don't fail for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com Hey, babe, go right now. Truebill.com slash hey, babe. It can save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash hey, babe. I'm hungry. Are you hungry? Well, if there was only a service that would go to nationwide chains, local chains, and even pick up things like everyday items from the grocery store, then I would use that service right now to feed you and also get some toilet paper, milk, and bread. Well, unfortunately, Sal, we're living in a world where there isn't that service. There's not? Is there? I think there is now. Wait a second. It's called DoorDash, babe. There's a service called DoorDash it's- that'll get me anything I want. It'll get me anything from paper towels to cheeseburgers to almond milk. Everything. To escargot. Everything you just said. Think oh. about a restaurant clear across the other end of the island that you can't get to, but you want right now. DoorDash will have that food to you, piping hot in under 30 minutes, or you own half the company. I love the United States of America because they have DoorDash. I'm telling you, DoorDash has got over 300,000 partners you can support your neighborhood go-tos. You can even get your favorite national restaurants like Popeye's, Chipotle's, and Cheesecake Factory. Oh, God. Ordering's easy. I was going to read the Cheesecake Factory menu, but instead I read the Iliad. Items, they say items will be left safely outside your door when you choose contactless contactless delivery drop-off. Well, I'll tell you what, DoorDash, I don't want them to be left outside because I love your service so much. I'll eat the delivery, man. Wow. (laughs) Act now. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of 15 bucks or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code HEYBABE. That's 25% off, up to 10 beans, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code HEYBABE. Don't forget, that's code HEYBABE for 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Subject to change, terms apply. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, it's interesting. Do you, do you ever Can we go back to the twin were things? a twin or had a twin? I, I always wonder what it would be like to have a brother. Never because again. you just got si- sisters. And you, but you don't have any. I'm only child. Right. It's weird to can, be an only child. Can you go child. back to the twin facts that you had? You know, that's why What's I think I like? have two kids, because I think I always felt like, I think I always felt like being an only child, growing up an only child, like how sad it was that I was like, I don't want my children. Did you feel sad or did you also just get all the attention? No, but I always felt like- Like Rosie I, used to play in a ditch. I always felt, I always felt, I wish you would end up dead in a ditch. I always felt, I always felt 
like embarrassed that I was an only child. Anytime I tell someone I'm an only child, I feel embarrassed by it because I feel like people always will say, oh, you must be spoiled. You must have had all the attention. You mu life must have been easy. All these things. I'm like, I almost never tell people I'm an only child. Okay. As a matter of fact, there's been many times even on stage, I've just made up the fact I have a sister. Right. right, right. But I don't <laughs> because, because I, I've always felt it bad. And I felt like with my child, with my, you know, I had my first daughter, I was like, you know, even though she has a, a, a half-brother who she's very close with, I was like, I feel, though, like, biologically, I would sit there and be like, you know, I'm, the, I'm an only child. Because I grew up in the same house my cousin, my first cousin, lived with me on, in the same house on the, on the bottom floor. So she was, in effect, like a sister. Yeah. But she had half-brothers and sisters, so she really was an only child. Okay. If you have half-brothers and sisters, you're not an only child. So do you wish you had siblings? Yeah. But I don't know. But people say, oh, if you wish you had siblings, you would wish you were an only child. I'm like, I don't know. Because being an only child, you know, it's kind of like, it's almost like. The thing is, like, all the hours spent indoors when you weren't allowed to see your friends, I was probably playing with my siblings. Yeah. I mean, my, my younger sister's way younger. I have a sister three years younger that we really kind of grew up kind of close step to each other. So all that time that we would, like, you, you just had that time to yourself. Yeah, my mother would make me recite the state capitals and read stuff from the encyclopedia. And that's why you know all that now. That's why I know a lot of it. See, yeah. I don't know any of that because yeah, of but, my sister. But you know a lot about women's fashion. I do know a lot about women's there fashion. There you go. You do. You it's see, right. so it all works out. Um, speaking of women's fashion, you know what I really, 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 really want? I don't know why I've been thinking about it. A good raincoat. I, I swear to God, I'm not kidding. For some reason, right before you said it, I thought of a couple things, and that was one of them. I don't know why. What? Oh, maybe are they wearing raincoats? No. Maybe I don't know. I thought of it. You know, are I have identical twins. You know, I have two raincoats, and I almost bought a third. But are they three last quarter week? length, seventy five percent of the way down? Because that's what I want. I do. I have, don't want a short one. I, I don't have, want my ass sticking out. I have one that's three quarter length. Wow. And it's, a, and it, it's beautiful. I got a, I got a raincoat for you. I got something you're gonna love. I'll tell you, you. Give it to me. No, I I, I know did one. You get that, it for me. I know one that you will like. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever hear the company called Rain? They no. make they make really cool jack, really cool rain. Only jacket. raincoats. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, all different colors. I have something from like a Pendleton. I have the classic. It's you know the wax cotton, the wax material. It's like no, it's no. like wax cotton, a uh, wax cotton. It's in bags and coats. It's like wax. Okay, there's a, there's a wax in it. It's yeah, like I know what wax it, is. It feels like it, it's it's soft, but it feels like wax. Okay. You 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 definitely. I felt it before. I have that as a yellow raincoat, three quarter length. So it's like it's even like the like the classic do yellow. You ever wear, do you ever wear a yellow raincoat? I do. You've worn it out. No, it's problem. not like your thing. It's not like the old shiny raincoat. You ever worn a raincoat not in the rain? I did because I also have another North Face that's an all weather raincoat that's not a three quarter that can double as a jacket. You know when you need it. Interesting, interesting. You, you know, know I, you want to get a raincoat. You want to get caught in the rain after that. Yeah, you want to. And guess what I did? Guess what I finally did? You ready for this? I gave to the Salvation Army and different donation boxes around Staten Island that I could find 90, 90% of my wardrobe away. Gone. Done. I got four pairs of Lululemon pants, a few of these rowback no. t-shirts. I swear to God, some of the Hey Babe merch. I got a couple of jackets. The rest, gone. I just You did a it, purge. I threw it in black orange bags and Sal... I you feel don't amazing. miss a thing. I don't worry about a thing. Don't you worry about, about a, a thing. thing. Uh, yeah. Gave it all away. I can't tell you how cathartic it is and how much walking into my closet and just not having a mess of things and not even when things were nicely folded and looked all nice, just not seeing clutter. Uh, it opens up like my soul. Free. Like I felt like, I feel like a different human being. I don't worry about anything. I'll take this shirt. I'll throw it right on the floor. And there's only a couple of items on the floor. There's no, I don't live with a mess. I love it. I don't have a mess. I must've given away. I'm not lying. I must've given away easily $10,000 worth of clothes I've accumulated over the course of, let's say, the last five years, which isn't really that much money. I mean, right, right, right. $10,000 over five years is like, I mean, what are you fucking, yeah. what are you spending? A couple of grand a year yeah, yeah. on clothes? That's like a $20 a day or something. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, so, so how did you decide what would go and what wouldn't go? The only things I kept were my Lululemon pants because they're, and the reason why I like them so much is because they are, um, 
durable and versatile. Versatile. I can wear them to exercise or like there's you know how many you know what I've been doing lately is I've been going. I I've, I don't know why stage. I've been doing huh stage on stage, but I've been exercising in the morning in these Lululemon pants, say, or or these athleisure pants. I don't want to give them too much free promo. These athleisure pants, I would be. Exercise yeah, I mean, them. Lulu, if you're watching and we know who you are, just throw us free merch just here. Give us the Come fucking on. ads. Do the right thing. Do the right thing. Um, I'll shower at the gym and then put these pants back on and just bring one T-shirt. So I bring a small book bag, put just a T-shirt in there, keep the same pants because even when you sweat in these, they never smell and they never really get They're wet. They're moisture wicking. They're moisture wicking. And I just, so I kept that and I kept a couple of these types of shirts like this that are, again, versatile. And and you don't feel like you need to go shopping for no. clothes. You just love the limited. Yes. It's like, it's like what we have now with streaming. There's too many options. You get flustered. You don't know what to do. You don't watch anything. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I I'm feel. Where, I'm where you are. I have, I have hundreds. I might have 500 t-shirts. Yeah. 500. I'm not joking. And do you ever feel like you want to get rid of them? Yes. But why don't you? What's your thought it's process? It's weird. On? You know, like, I'll throw out ones I don't like, but if I still like it, I'm like, I'll rifle through it, or I don't want to, like... Are you about to sneeze? I was going to sneeze almost. Yeah, I can feel it. Yeah. We're twins. Yeah, yeah. Were you going to sneeze? I felt that you were going to sneeze. My heart would flurry. That's what it is. I don't want to lose, like, because I go up a little bit and one will get tight. But I'm like, I love that shirt. And I look forward to wearing it again when I go down and wait a little bit. Like, so I just kind of keep everything. Yeah, see, I used to think like that. And I think that that's a fine way of thinking. But I'm just telling you. I know. Once I, I, I purged do, it, I just feel, I can't just, explain you it to you. forget about it. It's just because it, you don't really need actually anything. As a matter of fact, buying all these, like, clothes and having all these, wearing all these different outfits, like, to... Even the kings and queens of old of the old world would be like, "Why are you doing that? Like, it you wear the same thing every week. Just wash it." What's I know. The, like now, people are like, "Oh, you wore that shirt Wednesday." Like, if you said that to the king of France, if you said that to right. the Sun King, King Louis the right, Fourteenth, right, 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 right. one of the highest nobles of fashion, You're supposed from to rewear Versailles, this. they'd be like, "Yeah, why would I?" What am I? It'd be like buying it, being in a new house every week to them. They'd be like, "Why right, would you do that?" Right. You buy clothes, you wash them. What? What's wrong with that? One time, Damon Dash was on Conan. Okay. And I remember, Shout out Damon Dash. Shout out Damon Dash. Rockefeller? Rockefeller, I yeah. believe. Yeah, that's where he was. That's, I don't know what he's doing now. And I remember he said, he said to Conan, I've never worn the same thing twice. Mm -hmm. And Conan was like, what? And he goes, I own a clothing company. I don't need to. He goes, I wear something once and I donate it. He's like, I've never ever worn the same thing two times. See, that I respect because he donates it. I, guess, I understand that it's. I understand that there's no point in it. I get it. How it might be. Don't you like to break a shirt or a pair of pants in? That I see, but I do like that he wears it and at least donates it. Yeah. I think that's noble of him. If he was just wearing it and be like, "Oh, I throw it away," or "I just leave it there," whatever. I mean, because there are people that throw away clothes. I I, I had to give mine away. You got to give them away. I, I'm always Can being. Did you just told say he had a friend who would take his clothes on the road with him and leave the suitcase Gatto. there for? Oh, Joe Gatto. Yeah. And he would leave it for what? Like the staff? No, he would just. No, like he would, he would just throw clothes away. He'd be like, ah, it's probably, le I, I never see anything like it. He'd go like, ah, this would be the last time I'm wearing this tonight. And then I'm like, what? And then like, we would get off stage, we'd get off stage and he would take it off and put it in the garbage. He would just throw it. Or, or he'd throw it into the crowd or something. He'd just be shirtless. Yeah, he just, or he'd just be like, eh, I don't want these anymore. And he'd just leave clothes. Like, he just was like, he actually wears clothes to a point and then says, I don't want these clothes anymore. And he, then he gets, me, I wear clothes until they either fall apart, don't fit, or go out of fashion. Right. Like, you know what I mean? I, I'm not going to take my clothes that fit and be like, I'm throwing this away. Yeah, I feel like, well, Pimp, you're a fashionista. What do you feel about clothes? Do you care about them? No, you you like to dress nice. Yeah, but they just disappear after a few years. Yeah. So do you are, is your is your apartment? Because oh, by the way, I went to Pimp's apartment. I saw Casa de Homeless Pimp. Okay. Great place. By Very the way, cool and wonky. Hold on, everybody. Yeah. I mean, can we even call him Homeless Pimp anymore? He has a home. <laughs> He's Home Pimp. He's Home Pimp. Home. I went to Home Pimp. You were inside. Yes. I was and? inside Home Pimp's house. See, that's his apartment. I was sitting on his little pink couch. Um, oh, am I starting to look a little beefy, Sal? In a good way. Same shirt. Yeah. Oh, you ever, you ever, you ever? All of a sudden, an article of clothing you love is missing, and you'll never see it again ever, and you don't know where it went. 
that happened to me like with, in my life, like with like a like a couple dozen things. Like I, I have a shirt I wore all the time. I'll see it one time in a photo. I'll go. Oh, I've never given that shirt away. I don't know where that shirt is. That shirt is gone. 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 You that never happened to you? No. But you had a shirt or a pair of pants or article of clothing, and then it one day you couldn't find it and you never found it again. You never lost clothes or not something? that I can recall. All right. I can't recall. But it's what I, fascinating. What I will tell you though is if 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 or if the people someone listening out there, if you feel like I'm telling you, if you've tried everything to relieve stress, to just feel like if you got Do that it. feeling where like the world's caving in on me, blah 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 blah, and you tried everything else, try to get rid of your clothes and live in a not um not messy fully minimalist fully minimalist necessity, house lifestyle. necessity only with clothes yeah my, like uh, two pairs a sh- a two pairs of pants a pair of shorts a just shirt whatever the hell james it is. altucher do you know james altucher this podcast sponsored by two words better help i love it because you know what it is babe is there's sometimes where like i just have a lot on my mind I feel stressed out. I feel burnt out. I don't know where to turn. I'm like 24 365. That's what I like about BetterHelp. I don't have to wait for the office to open. The office is always open. That's at right. BetterHelp. You're right. Which was which is what it's I like. Virtual online all the time. You get connected with a therapist online virtually in under two days, forty eight hours, and you could speak to them. You don't now. You don't have to leave your house to go to therapy. I don't. You don't even have to turn on your camera. Do you know how many you don't times want to. I don't have to? Do you know how many times? I've, cheaper. I've literally gotten problems off my chest to my counter that have helped me so much in my life, and I've been butt naked while I'm doing it. Yeah. Butt naked. I got my open butthole on my couch, yeah. and I'm purging my emotions, yeah. and it's helpful and beneficial, and I have my camera off, and the therapist, guidance counselor, has no, no idea. idea. Even though I'm telling him I'm butt naked, he says, do what makes you feel comfortable. Right, and that's and that's, and and that's what better helps about. And you can never get that anywhere else. Now, if you guys want a discount, which I know that you do, because we all do, go to betterhelp.com slash heybabe. That's betterhelp.com slash heybabe. Going to get 10% off the first month. Sunglasses season is here, and let me tell you, babe, there's no better option than our friends at Shady Rays. There ain't nothing shady about Shady Rays, independent sunglass company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've ever freaking worn, okay? Durable frames, extremely clear, polarized lenses. They got polarized lenses, not polarized political opinions, which I like. They're great for outdoor adventures. If you don't love them, you can exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. So there's genuinely no risk for you at all. You return them for free if you don't like them. That's no risk at all when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has you back. And they've donated over 20 million um, uh, meals to fight hunger in America, which I love. This, I'm telling you, and they're dope. This sunglass company, this is it for you. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code HEYBABE for 50% off plus two pairs of polarized sunglasses. That's ShadyRays.com, S-H-A-D-Y-R-A-Y-S.com. Code HEYBABE, H-E-Y-B-A-B-E. 50% 50% off plus two pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The shade's rated five stars by over 200,000 people. The hell James is. Altucher. Do you know James Altucher? He's a co-owner of Stand Up New York Comedy Club. Yeah. If you look him up, I think he was like Tony Robbins, like finance guy. He was like the, one of the first millionaires is, off Bitcoin. Is he the guy that said something that, about New York City? New York's dead and the beef and Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he told me once the happiest he ever was in his life Okay, now this guy is worth, at one point was worth $55 million, okay? More, probably. He said the happiest he was in his life is when he was living what he would do with his family, with his wife and two kids, rather than, and now this is extreme, but just show you, rather than- So is Mountain Dew. So is Mountain yeah. Mm. Shout Ra- out Mountain Dew. Shout out Mountain Dew. Rather than living in uh, like this overcluttered house and getting furniture, what he would do is live in an Airbnb- for three months in the same area because he wanted his kids to go to the same school. Each one of them, he'd live in the Airbnb, so he's not buying any furniture. He's using other people's furniture that was already furnished, Airbnb. You know, live normally. Get, you know, he had money, so he'd get a house, a five-bedroom house or whatever it may be. Each member of his family, him, his wife, and I believe he had three kids, would each be allowed a suitcase full of clothing, okay? That's what they had 
for their life is a suitcase full of, they will all be properly well-fed and go on vacations and live normally, except they're not buying any stuff for the house furniture. So they're not over-consuming. They're just living with what's there and the suitcase. And if they wanted a new article of clothing, they were allowed to buy them at will. However, they would have to remove an article of clothing from the suitcase. Okay. So you could buy something. One for one exchange. But it would need to be replaced. And he said that was by far, by far, the happiest his family ever was. As soon as they stopped living that lifestyle, And divorced. you have options in front of you. Divorced. Really? Divorced, done, broken up. So that's the secret to a happy marriage, a suitcase full of clothes. Suitcase full of clothes. You got to live like you're about to get thrown out. Do you know that I, this is true, I have lost clothing. I, I'm thinking of one shirt in particular right now, right? But I've lost clothing. And do you know that I spend time in my life thinking about where it may be and the life it has now? I think about a shirt that I lost. It was a maroon shirt. It was like velour with white and gray stripes on both arms with a V-neck. And, I, and this is only one of dozens. And I've, I've spent time in my life being like, where could I have lost it? And what was the journey? Like, it, like, like it's Fievel, like in an American tale. Like it just went on a journey after me, the shirt. And somebody found it at somebody's house. And maybe they donated or somebody just said, I'm taking this. And they wore it. And what? What where that shirt went in its travels and what it saw after it left my body, I think about that. You think about that. Yeah, is that you know, weird? It's, it's, no, it is because you do feel it's weird. You don't. Is that weird? I like daydream about the shirt on somebody else, like in a riverboat somewhere, and, and like, I don't know. I just like like where, what has this thing seen after me? Whose life is it a part of now? You do face some. Who sort took of, it? No, because you do have a connection with clothes. Like Jasmine, we were in Puerto Rico at El Morro in San Juan, the fort. Yeah. She came out. It says all over. It says all over this fort. Watch out for loose articles of clothing that, that she, especially hats that will blow off your head. She goes up there with the Coachella hat, goes up for a picture. When mine Augusta wind blows the hat right off the fort, sure. right to the Atlantic Ocean. Right. I think about where that hat is yeah. in the it's Atlantic somewhere. Ocean. I think about that weekly. Yeah. And most likely, and I, was, I never even put that hat on my head. Right. Most likely, it's not in the same spot. It's probably always on the move, right? Oh yeah. Right. It's a hat. I mean, it's, the current's got to be taking that thing. It has to eventually, maybe eventually, wash up somewhere. Well, I told you. I told you the story. I know. I sent it to the voice. I know. I said it on the pond when I was in Seattle and I saw that homeless guy push that guy off the his bike and then take the bike and he rode past. He's wearing a hay babe shirt. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's yes. It was one of those things where I thought, is that my imagination? How could this be real? But it's like, that no, somebody so must have, funny. somebody from Seattle or whatever that must have just somehow, and they, and they, they discarded our, <laughs> they discarded our merch immediately and gave it to a homeless shelter. That is, um, that and is the funniest thing. Wound up on a, on a, on a criminal. And you saw the guy. I saw it. Drove I saw it. I sent you a note to me. Which, like, which, which, which shirt was it? The Hey Babe one of me and the, you the that we sold it in, uh, in, um. Funxitani? In, um. Uh, Charlton, Chicago. What do we sell it? Uh, Union Tap. No, not Union Tap. Uh, Roger Royceford. You saw that on. Did saw you that. Did you lose your mind? Lost my mind. I was like, "Am I Am I in edibles?" Right. But I, I know I know what I saw. Do you know? Do you think? Do you know? Okay. You know what I think might feel as good as what you just said. You know what I think might lift my spirits and free me. Sorry, there's a ghost. I don't know if you're trying to, in the back. Uh, do you know what? <laughs> do you know what I think would be amazing? Could, did you ever daydream about getting down to zero emails, Z buddy? Let me tell you something. For me, I heard if they call it something like, how, how many emails do you have unopened right now? If you had to guess, open your phone and tell. Open your phone and tell me the real number right now. Place your bets. Who has more unopened emails right now on their phone? Me or Sal? How I'm going to tell you the real number, and then you're going to. So tell wait, is how do you know what's unopened and what's not? Like, unopened? like the thing, it'll say there's a number right like, now. I'm looking like, at, like that. No, no, no. Look, put your app. Like, go to like just where the app is. Mailboxes. No, but go to like the home screen. Oh, 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 like that. No, yes. I, I, I take that off. Oh, I, you don't have that. I, on. I can't live like that. Okay, so go no, to. All I do it for text, but I don't do the little red number. Let me see if it because the red number will be thousands every day. Like it's. Yes, all inboxes and go to all inboxes, okay. the same number. Do you want me to add them up? No, just go to all inboxes at the top. That should be the that's oh, got it. number. Okay, okay. Okay. What's yours? 21,293. 50,374. You're kidding me. Where? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Dude, I thought I was drowning in emails. Do you have 
two, one and a half times the email. 50,374. One of them's from the New York City Ferry. There's a service advisory all rounds for Independence Day. What? Why do you have... No, but then you know I have what one I did? from New York Mets. Help send our Mets to LA. You, they you, can't, this team can't afford can't to go afford to their it. own games against the Dodgers. You have to unsubscribe to a lot of stuff. That's how I help myself. Because they'll send you 20 emails a week from a place. I, I, I went on myself. an unsubscribing spree. It was like it was like Jim Carrey and fucking in Truth or Dare. What's his name? Tell the truth, truth liar liar. Where he's just like telling her. I I just went I just went nuts. I was like I you know what I did? What's that thing that helps you unsubscribe from everything? True bill. True bill. I true bill them. I went through and I unsubscribed. So should I go put the, my emails in True Bill and unsubscribe? I don't know about that. That's like that seems like it's back back. That's not going to work. See, I don't care about the email. I don't care about the emails. The text I can't handle. The text what? I have to open up all my texts. What do you think? Do you think that you could delete in one swoop the 50,000 and then be – see, the reason I you can't do it, and once it gets too far, right, there are emails I need as reference points for things that it, to contain information or that I just want for nostalgia purposes, so, although that's small. You, so I can't go through and just delete them all because then I'll, I know I'll, I'm deleting history. I have emails for 20 years in here. You know what I mean? But, but maybe not. But, like, but you know what I mean? You can't just delete them all. So what are we to do? I read there's there's blogs and websites that will help you get down to like like you did with the clothes to like a few emails only. I'm telling you, ever since I threw on half my not ninety percent of my wardrobe, I don't even care. if you told me there's an email in there from you know Steven Spielberg that I'm going to be in the next Jurassic Park. F it. And I deleted it. And all I had to do was reply yes to this email. And I would be the new Chris, whatever the hell his name is. Who, who's the lead of Jurassic Park? Pratt. Pratt. Yeah. I would, if you said, but it could be in there, it could not be. But if you delete them, you'll never know. I would just delete them and never know or never care. So right now. Because I'd be like, I'll just get in the next thing. Would you like go in and just on a mailbox and just hit swipe and delete like thousands in one shot? But can you even do that? I, I don't know. I don't even think you can do that. I'd if be, there was a button to do that, I'd do that. I can't because I live in fear. Sal, so I would, I would hate the fact that I erased something that one day could come back to bite me in the ass. Sal, I'm telling you, what I did was I went into that goddamn closet. I got five black garbage bags. That's what I thought I need. 20 black garbage bags later, I felt like a new person i was I just imagine. throwing shit in the only things i kept were the athleisure stuff and stuff that like my daughters got me like you know dad's shirts on father's day yeah. or like things like that like oh you know we bought this on a trip little mementos but yeah. even that i was able to fit in uh you know like a like a, a relatively small box and yeah. i just put it in the basement yeah so Which i have so a funny because what is even that for which and I'm t I'm saying I get attached to stuff. I usually do this purge like as an exercise, like maybe once a year, and it's maybe two, four, two or three bags. But it's nowhere near the dent of what I would throw away if I could do that. I can imagine how liberating it is. So liberating, and the stuff even holding on to the stuff, the mementos like that is just like just in case, like you know, my kid wants to talk about when my kids are eighteen. If they're like that, throw away the Father's Day shirts. I'll fucking throw them right off the Verrazano Bridge. Right off. I just don't care. You won't care. But. I mean, stop in traffic. You don't understand. There are shirts that I bought two weeks ago. This shirt, remember the shirts that I said I bought with Emilio that were like three hundred dollars, and I hate, I hate the way they look, I hate the way they feel. Right in the bag. I'm giving. I gave them to a kid in Salvation Army. Right. You know, I, someone there's someone robbing someone's bike wearing that shirt right now. Robin wearing that shirt right now. I don't care at all. The, I, uh, the socks, the underwear, I threw it away. I, I, well, well, I not throw it away. I gave it to someone right. that needs it more than me. Right. I sh I should do a whole pass. Do it. Yeah. It only took an hour. It took an hour. I was sweating. Oh, this, that would take me a weekend. Because no, it would take you a weekend because you're you you're you close to thing. You're making. So saying, I'll look at a shirt and remember all the good times I had with it, mm -hmm. and then I'll put it in a pile. Right? I could be like, this is how I do it. I go, no way. I know I could give this away. This pile. There's Anything no I way. Didn't wear in three weeks, gone. I know that's. I don't wear tough. It in three weeks, gone. That's tough. Gone. Right that's, out the window. That's amazing. It's probably the right thing to do, but it's tough. I have shirts. My oldest shirt is from June. Uh, from June. 1989. Did you still actively wear? No. But it was the first concert I went to, and so yeah, I saved it. don't throw it. that out. Why don't yeah. you put that in a frame? Yeah, I'm going to actually. Actually put that in it's a frame. It's a poison t-shirt, and I just met Brett Michaels, and I'm going to have him sign it and put it in a frame. Have him sign. So. Imagine he says no. He better say yes. Pete Alonso, the first baseman. If you're watching, we know you are Brett Michaels. You better sign it, or I'm going to give you some sweet chin music. Oh, that's yeah. Shawn Michaels.
That's Shawn Michaels. It'd be funny if Brett Michaels gave you sweet chin music. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pete Alonzo. Pete Alonzo, the yeah. first baseman of the New York Mets, gave me a bathrobe, and he signed it, okay? And he signed it, and my family, my daughter, loves robes, has been wearing this Pete Alonzo bathrobe, and then because she saw Pete Alonzo's name signed on it, she thought I did that, and it was a bathrobe she could... Make of course. she drew pictures all over it with yeah. the marker. So now I can't even sell the Pete Alonso signed bathrobe if he goes to the Hall of Fame for real money. Yeah, but you can actually with a maybe story. I can because my, my Delilah's my daughter's gonna have to get real famous. She's gonna have to be the next Nelson uh, Rockwell. Nelson Rockwell? What is it? The Rockwell paintings? Uh, um, that we talked um, about in the beginning uh, of the is show? it Nelson? Didn't you say it's Nelson Rockefeller? No, no. Norman Rockwell. Norman. 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 <laughs> I'm out of it. Look, here's what I do. Uh, I know I want to give this away. Uh, no way I'm keeping it. And then there's the middle pile. And the middle pile, I look at it and I say... That's the biggest pile. I, I say, oh, man, this was with me when I saw this concert. Or, oh, I remember where I wore this on this vacation. Or, hey, you know what? I lose five pounds. That's going to fit great again. Or whatever it is. And then I go... Or someone gave me this. Like, this was a gift from my mom. Whatever. And I put it in that pile. And then I get attached to that shit and I can't get rid of it. Do you do you, do you delete text because I'm I'm after in the text department. Depends I'm who's after. texting? Uh, we, what? Just kidding. What did you say? I said depends who's texting. <laughs> I look no, no. deeply into the camera. Do you do you remember when we had like the flips? You used to delete them. You, you had only a certain amount of room. You had to delete. Now them. you go from phone to phone. You port them all over. And now again, I use them as a reference point. So like, if I had to like, oh, I haven't seen this guy. I'll scroll back three years and be like, or look his name up, or the, you know, and then look at the text. And I go to the text. I've gotten. I've gotten. Texts have saved my ass, old texts. I had construction being done, and I asked them to do a certain thing, and it was as black and white as possible. I laid it all out. I told them why I wanted it to be this way, everything I could think of, right? So here comes the day they're doing the construction. Something tells me to just go over there and double-check everything because they started, and they, they were like 20% into the job. Would you know that everything I told them, they, would, they, they, they got it wrong? They ordered the wrong things that I needed. And I was like, what are you doing? This isn't what I ordered. And they're like, yes, it is. And I went back like six, eight months ago to a thing and I pulled up the exchange between me and that person. And I was like, look at this. If I would have deleted that text, I would have been done. What did they say when you showed them the text? They were like, I am, you are 100% right. I am sorry and I will fix it immediately. Isn't it great when people do that? When people just. I give them all the credit in the world. How great is that? Because so many people just won't do that. Yeah. Where it's just like, if you prove But he me may wrong, not have if I didn't wrong. have that text. Yeah, oh, no, he definitely wouldn't yeah. have. Yeah. He definitely wouldn't have. But I give all the credit in the world. They will, he was like, you're right, I'm wrong, it'll be, it'll be fixed immediately. So that was nice. And he fixed it. Yes. Great. And it was to the tune of, a, of it would have been thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars that yeah. it would have cost me. That you got back because you saved the text. Saved the text. Well, yeah, saving text is fine. But at one point, like, I've been saving them now. What's the last date of your first text? What's the, what's the oldest text you have in here? Oldest text. My oldest text is, I remember this. It's when I switched from Android to iPhone. Okay. I was at the Netflix, is it, not the Netflix is a joke. What was the one they were doing, the, the, the San Francisco Comedy Festival every year? The big one. San, it was in San Francisco. Clusterfest. Clusterfest. I was at the Clusterfest uh, Festival in July, July 3rd, 2017. And my phone- Do you still have the same phone from 2017? No. It was when I switched, my phone broke on that trip. And I needed a phone. So in San Fran, I went to the store and I said, I'm switching to an iPhone. I had Android my whole life up to that. And I switched to iPhone and that is when I got my first iPhone. I've had iPhone ever since. So the text, I've never erased text since that day. Oh, you get that. Like when I get a new phone, my text, how do you get your text over very, to your old phone? Very, very simple. You just check, you just check the text and it'll pour it over. Really? Just like you save emails, apps, or any information. My like my last text, my first text from this phone is from June 28th, 2021. No, because you just didn't check the box to port it over. So I have, but because my it's, old phone you wouldn't back turn it up, on. Like iCloud, you back it up. Yeah, but my old phone wouldn't even turn on. But I think if your old phone had that checked, it would be backing up to the cloud all the time. So that when you got a new phone, it would... You'd have everything from when that phone died, which, uh, which kind of would be everything, because once that phone died, you weren't getting texts. But if it's not on your phone, can it still be on the iCloud? Like, can my text still be on the iCloud even though they're not on my phone? Yes, That's if what's... if you were backing them up. And how would I be backing them up? From, I guess via iCloud. It doesn't automatically do it. If it's checked, it does. What do you mean checked? 
In other words, if you said to your phone every night, back up all my shit to the, to the cloud, it will do that automatically every night, no matter what. But I have to press a button on my phone for that to be done. I believe you have to choose that or make sure it's chosen. Uh, it might be on or off. I don't know. You, but then when you get that phone, everything, well, you got all your emails, right? You got right. all your apps. You got all your contacts. It's just like the contacts. Same exact thing. The very first text from this phone yeah. on June 28th, 2021 said... Hey, brother, if you're in NYC, would love for you to be a guest on my podcast, Hey Babe, next week. If you have time and are interested. If not, all good. Stay well. Who was that too? Fat Joe. No. There was zero response. Wow, Joe, what are you doing? Gina texted me right now, just checking back in on this text. Mine was June 28, 2017, and it was trying to get my family together to, to hang out. Did, did they hang out? Uh, yes, yes. We hung out on Sunday. Yeah. Let me, let me get the next one. Oh, the next one is. Anything juicy? The next one is a comedian group chat. That uh, I'm not a part of. One, one, um, one number is gone. So they, I don't know who that number is anymore, but it was. Are with, they gone but not forgotten or they are forgotten? I'm, are they forgotten? It was with Roy Wood, Colin Joe, Steve Byrne, and an unidentified number. That's a fun group chat. I don't, I don't That's know. a really fun group What's chat. It's a fun chat. Unidentified's fun. Look, oh, what, but look at this. The third one in. This is, might be fun. Gino from Gino's Cheesesteaks in wow. Philly. Wow. What did he say? He said he texted me, hey, Sal, what's up? Just got down to the shore. Turn on TV, and there you are shouting out bingo on TV. It was so funny. How are things? Hope to see you soon. Let's chat. Take care, Gino. What'd you respond? Hey, buddy. Hope you're well. I'm okay. Same old, just busy with work and on the road a lot. Plenty of vacation, which can't come soon enough. How are you? How are you? What'd he say? What'd he say? Hey, buddy. Work has been crazy. <laughs> I opened a new retail store that has taken every ounce of me. I know the feeling of needing vacation. I was in LA for two days, flying home now. Hope to see you soon in Philly or catch up soon. Give me a call. Next one, Theo Vaughn. Wow. Theo Vaughn, Adam Ray, and Chris Milhouse. You're on a lot of comedian group texts. This was, I was doing a show at the House of Blues. and What city? Uh, uh, this was House of Blues, I think it was San Diego. House of Blues, Cleveland. I saw Hanson perform Mbop when they were in their late 20s. And I was in Cleveland, Cross Street at Hilarities. Mbop? You saw them? I saw them perform Mbop. I'm going to tell you where this is. House of Blues. And they came, they came and they, they won the show. They killed. They, they killed, yeah. They killed. That was before, I guess. What year is this? This was 2017. What a good year 2017 was. I think it was. I, I, I've t I said this before. I think it was my best year. Best year of your life. Uh, it was one of my best years. 2019, 2017. Was what were you, so you were. Oh, House of Blues, boss? No. I don't know. I think, it was, I think it was in San Diego, House of Blues. 2017, you were 40? Yeah. Until, until November. So at this point, I was exactly 40. 4 zero. That's good. I feel like people like their 40s the best. Look who was on this show. Let's see. Millhouse hosted. Then it was Adam Ray, Theo Vaughn, and Tommy Jonigan and me. That's a good show. Tommy Jonigan is so... He doesn't do comedy, I don't think, anymore that much. He doesn't do stand-up anymore? What does he do? Just write? I know he, he's writing for he's TV. He's a big writer. Big writer for TV. He has a pod. Shout out Tommy Jonigan. He's if a you're great stand-up, Tommy you know, Jonigan. He was one of my favorites. Yeah. I, I think he is so damn funny. I was so happy to make friends with him and that he came on. Do you on. think you could ever stop or ever will stop doing stand-up? Uh, could I, you see a world where you just don't do it anymore? I don't see it. I don't see it. I just feel like even if I'm not doing it how we do it now, there's no way I won't get up. Every few weeks and just do it. Just do it. Yeah, there's no, there's no. Just it's fun. Go there's in no there. Re especially when I'm like, all right, I'm not going to do the road like this anymore. But I'm, but I'm home. Maybe I'm retired. Maybe I'm like, you know, just maybe I'm working on something, but I'm just going for fun to the city. To, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I could picture still doing it a couple nights a week, especially if I'm like retired. I would want to do it two or three nights a week. Um, speaking of, uh, retiring and, and, and comedy clubs, I know this has nothing to do with anything, but that's what the show is. Have you ever been to the restaurant Bellatos in New York City on Houston Street? Emilio's Bellato? Emilio's Bellatos. <laughs> babe. Bro. Babe. Have I been there? I'm on the wall, babe. We have. I'm on the wall, babe. And I signed the wall. Where's your picture on the wall? Uh, it's 
if you walk in, it's you know how it's long. Yeah. The first, there's the first front seating, and then there's, you know there's back seating. Yeah. There's another place. In yeah. The back. It's in the front on the right, about three quarters of the way back. I I've been going to that restaurant every week. I love. How did you find out about this? My friend, one of my neighbors who I live with on Staten Island, was born and raised in Little Italy, knew about Bellatos for years. In he the knew middle of Little Italy, little did we know he's got two middlemen who didn't do diddly. That's twins. That's Fat Joe and Big Pun. There you go. Deep in, yeah. Bellatos, I, he told me about it. I went in there, balls blown off, best chicken color chicken I've ever had in my life. The, the, the chef who I know, Anthony, great kid, handsome devil, jacked, goes to the, works out <laughs> at the gym. Down the street on Mulberry Street called uh, NYC Gym. Great gym. Um, it, it is the best food, I think, personally. Italian sit-down style red sauce place in New York City. Personally, that that's my... It, it, I, I, I want to say that. that I personally think that. It's in the conversation, and it's a place that I always refer people to when they want a restaurant, or especially Italian one, and they don't want, like, the same old, like, you know, the ones everyone knows. Not that Emilio's it doesn't have a name for itself, but, you know, you say something like... Uh, Carbone or something. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. that or what's the other one? Uh, anyway, there's a, there's a handful of them. Uh, my, the first time I ever went, my, 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 uh, my, man, my now manager, we had one of our first meetings there. What year? 2017? No, no. It was like 10 years ago. You went to, you've been going to Blanos for he, years. He introduced me to it. You went to way before people knew about it. He, well, I don't know if they knew well, about it. Everybody's known about it for a while. He said, look, he goes, I'll take you to my favorite Italian spot. You know, it's, it's great. He's like, it's like people... It's like people talk about Rayos. This place is like you can get into it, and it's just as good. Right. And, uh, yeah, he took me there, and we loved it, and I've been going there for 10 years. Tell me how often. When's the last time you've been to Bellatos? The last time I've been to Bellatos, I, I want to say it has probably had, well, it was before pandemic. This Wednesday, do you want to go with me? At 9 o'clock? Tomorrow? Tomorrow. You want to go? I actually may because I'm headlining New York Comedy Club. Be able to? I'm doing like a new jo- like I'm doing. It's called I Have Nothing, where it's just like me trying to work out my new hour. It's like a little residency, and every Wednesday I'm going to be doing have, a show at seven. You have a new hour already? No, no, no. It, it's called I Have Nothing because it's it's I have nothing. Oh, so meaning we work out what what work out. Even any part of what will be the new hour. Exactly. Not an hour of yes, material. Uh, it's right. five bucks for the sure, people sure. to get in, and it's just like you're kind of, I'm working yeah. this show. I need a place yeah, yeah. to run the hour. This is the place. I love it. Seven o'clock start. Emilio I'd like to do that. 8.30 end. Reservations, Bellato's nine. You want to come? Um, yes. Yeah, so you don't have to You don't have to. No, no. So, so I'm going to the Yankee game at one. Okay. Uh, you, you can't go to that, right? I can't yeah. go, yeah. So I'm going to the Yankee game at Ari. one. I'm not, I'm not looking to tie one on there. I think everybody else is probably going to be. But that'll be over by, what, 4.30? 4.30. And then I have to understand if I'm coming back here or if, if that crowd is moving into the city. And if I find myself in the city after that game, I will take you, you up on that. Bilados. Yeah. We're going to go. We're going to yeah. do it. I will take you up on it. So, what, so guys... If you want to see, hang out me and Sal, Wednesday, June 29th, we're at Bellato's. <laughs> Wrestle will be there at 9 o'clock. This has been Hey Babe. <laughs> uh, don't be a fake. Don't be a flake. Don't run away from your feelings, babe.